Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what's poppin'? It's the world's greatest DJ T. Lewis. And I just definitely killed the lunch table top with progress report. You dig? Moolah. Got it for walk. Progress report. It's your girl, I like Shepard. A boss, but the most lit. What's up? It's your girl, DJ Excel. And this is the progress report. We ain't staying now. Tune in every time. We don't do no cap. Report only facts. Progress report. The progress report. What's going on? It's your girl Lala Shepard. Boss Britt the most lit. What's up? It's your girl DJ Excel. This is the Progress Report. This is the new episode of Lunch Table Talk, and we got DJ T. Lewis in the building. What's going on? What's popping? Okay. I like that little bit. Can I ring? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm in this bitch. Let me hold oh, on. Yeah, put it down. Let me let me let them know I'm in here. What's happening? We starting the show off with shots, and you got me started. Don't turn me up. I was trying to stay turned down, but you turned me up, so come on. Happy belated birthday, T. Lou. Progress, hip-hop, all that good shit, okay? Yes, sir, Is he really like, nah, okay. Well, thanks for being here, man, and shout-out to our man, Jay Kelly, for always connecting the dots, man. So it's lit. And, you know, so Lunch Table Talk, what it is, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of random stuff and get to know about you during that process. For sure. Okay? Well, first, we want you to let everybody know, who is DJ T. Lewis? (laughs) (laughs) I'm DJ T. Lewis. That's me. But, nah, for real, man. DJ T. Lewis. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Born and raised. I've been living in Atlanta for past, like, eight years now. Um, I'm a DJ. A great person. That's all you need to know. Now let me get to the bullshit. I DJ for Lil Wayne. I DJ for a couple artists, man. I'm just all around fan of music, man. You feel yeah. me? Like that's that's really what it is, man. I love music. I love what I do, bro. And more importantly, I think I love rap, hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I think we just getting away from so much rap shit. We gonna talk about that. Oh, we got to. We got to. I just feel like we getting away from us, bro. Mm. You feel me? So that's why I want to put emphasis on, like, I love this rap hip-hop shit. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's who DJ T. Lewis is, man. I'm I'm just, you know, Big Leo. Big Leo. I fuck with Leos, man. I like y'all. I like y'all, man. I like Leos, too. That's my rising sign. Yeah. Leo. That's rising sign. What is a rising sign? Break it down, Brian. That's in my chart. It's the people I'm most compatible with. With. Okay, then so, I fuck with that. I fuck in with some that. ways, I act like a Leo. What's your saying? I don't lie like y'all, though. Oh, I'm an Aquarius. Yeah, lying Leos is a thing. And you I love Aquarius, right? Got you, got a bad you love Aquarius, right? You think I lie? No, I'm saying Aquarius. I do fuck with Buku Aquarius. Now, I fuck with Buku yeah. Aquarius, but you think I lie? Oh, they say lying Leo. I'm very. I'm. I know they say that. What about, about used to? Did you used to? Nah, never. That's okay. why a lot of folks don't like me because I'm gonna tell you the truth. Yeah. Real shit. Okay. We got yeah, I tell Leo. you the truth 24/7. A lot of people, like a lot of rappers, be mad at me because I tell you the truth. Mm. Your shit not they jamming. Can't handle bro. that shit. <laughs> like I'm just like that's all I know to do. So like I don't know. Like I don't know about the lying Leo shit. Like, yeah. I keep hearing this shit. Like Man, I, don't know that. I got to defend that. Like I don't know about that lying Leo yeah, shit. My partner said that in the intro of my song, and I was lying as Leo. 
Yeah, but it was a bar, and I was like, that's hard. It got but a I think it. he did like a double entendre. I think he did like lion ass. Like yeah, a yeah, lion yeah, right. and lion. So I was like, all right, that's cool. I'll fuck with that. But you just, hold on. You, you try to make sense out of it. Nah, I don't right, think right. he was talking about no animal, though. Nah, it, it was. It was. <laughs> That's my boy do what he do, man. Look, I'm shout out to my boy Coke. Can. But listen, all y'all niggas that be lying, man, just tell the truth, bro. It's all nah, good. for sure. So a few of us got to check you out um, doing your thing on the big screen. I know um, H was there, the 50th year hip-hop celebration um, at the Yankee Stadium. Um, I was actually watching it, uh, my dad and sister, on TV, and I felt the energy through the screen. But, like, first, of course, happy birthday to hip-hop. But talk about that experience, man. You and Wayne went crazy on stage. Thank you, man. Listen, I'm going to be real with y'all. Y'all want to know the real T. Lewis? I'm going to let y'all know right now. Okay. So soon as we got there, Karen Silver can be my witness. We was in the truck. We left from the hotel. And, like, I've been doing this shit a long time. I've been with Wayne 10 years. And before I was with Wayne, I was with Drake. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. And Twitch. So, like, <clears throat> I DJ for other artists as well. But it's like, you know. Me being with Tune so long, it it mean a lot. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I really look out for bro like he me. Mm-hmm. So going into this show, I was like, you know, it's an honor for us to even just be on this show for one. But two, the position we were in, like we were co-headline. Oh, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? So it was like, all right, boom. I know how New York is though. Yeah, I've been around so oh, yeah. long, so I know how to make sure that. Tune have a good time first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So no lie, I felt so good about the show that when we were heading to the show, when we got there, I was so geeked. I was like so amped already. I had anxiety taking the back. They was like, yo, T is out. It was over with. I was out of it. Damn. I bounced right back though. You feel me? I do that all the time. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the little thing that people don't know. Like I do that all the time. Cause like I've been doing this shit so long. Like we did Lollapalooza, it was 100,000. Mm. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I barely remember. Damn. Like, that's the type of energy I be driving off of, like, yeah. because I'm a performer. So I, I automatically just go, you feel what I'm saying? So when we got there, we had, like, downtime because they were behind. Mm. So I just kept waiting, kept waiting, and then it's when they kept sitting in with me, like, nah, nigga, I'm ready to go. I was sitting in the back. I was just listening, like, Cameron sit, Cameron killed. I'm talking about, I heard uh, Kid Capri. He went crazy. I'm mm. in the back. I'm hearing the crowd going crazy, and I'm just so geeked up, like, yo. Mm. Well, you got to go, yo. Like, I'm ready to go do this <laughs> shit, bro. Come on. So, yeah. So, by the time we hit stage, they took me to stage, and the first person I ran into was Grandmaster Flash. Mm. Oh, I'm talking about epic. Bro, locked eyes with him, and I was like, bro, you know, gave him the spiel of who I was and just, you know what I'm saying, the history of where I grew up in and how, you know what I'm saying, even though I'm from down south, like, I still looked up at you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to watch, bro, do the motherfucking, um, the good times routine all the time. <laughs> Him bringing that bit back a hundred times, you feel me? So I <laughs> they was used to like, bring that shit back. Come on, my boy <laughs> was doing that bit. He was going to break that bit down, yeah, too. Yeah. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, we shared that moment, right? And, like, the moment he got down, poured into me, the anxiety just hit away. It was like, all right, time to go. I DJed that whole show with my eyes closed, though. I ain't going to bullshit y'all. Really? Like, like literally? no lie. My eyes was like closed. I had my shades on. Thanks. I had my shades <laughs> on, no lie. And I was like, I never, I took one look out into the crowd. 
it was bro it was so many people like, that. like I'm, listen this is new york this ain't no other show it was right. new york i had a camera behind me right here like i don't really even be on no fucking up type shit you feel what i'm saying but it's like it's still like representation of bro mm-hmm. that's how i look at it like i represent bro when i'm out there you feel what i'm saying and then with us being in that place i just wanted to make sure like as a dj my whole job is to spill energy into him. Mm-hmm. So even when, like, you can tell in the show, like, he'll pull back and he'll say some shit, like, then it's when I go crazy for him. Like, that's the energy that we have for each other. Like, I can just pick that up. So even when I do a show that big, to be honest with you, I didn't want to focus on the people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Because me being a DJ, my focus is to give my energy to all of these people. That's where the anxiety came in. Because I was sitting back thinking, how can I give all 70,000 plus of Crazy. these people this feeling? Right. And I know we in New York, so how can I do it? Mm-hmm. But by the time I ended up getting on stage, the focus was like, give it to Wayne, and we're going to give it to everybody else like that. And that's what ended up happening. So my whole time I was focused, I went back and watched the video afterwards. But mm-hmm. my whole time locked in, like I, it was me watching, bro, watching my cousin that played drums, and I watched the stage. And that was it. Afterwards, I sat back and got the response from everybody that we killed it and shit like that. And I came to, I was like, all right, bet. I got a text message the next morning from Grandmaster Flash, like, yo, T, you fucking killed that shit. Yo, I was that's like, let's fuck. Right. Like, thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. So that's all, right. it, that's all that matters. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. That was a great way to celebrate hip hop and a great way to celebrate my birthday. So, Man, what? Yeah. So even as a DJ for Wayne and Wayne, you still had anxiety that like the energy wouldn't be right for him because it was New York. Yeah. Damn, but yeah. Wayne, cause what Wayne? Wayne is Wayne, bro. But see, the thing is, the reason why I can say this is because New York is New York, bro. Right. And see, the thing about the this shit is, we gotta respect this shit, bro. You yeah. Feel like that's the one thing I was taught from the moment I got on the road. When the moment I got on the road, it was like, yo, you gotta respect New York, gang. Like, you don't yeah. go to New York performing, playing around. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. New York gonna really sit there and look at your ass and look at you like you stupid. Like mm-hmm. they will look at you like, oh, you gonna play with us? I bet we gonna play with you. Cause it's more than just the music to them. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And then even on top of that shit, we respect what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's New York, but we from the South, huh? Right. Yeah. So have you ever had any bad experiences? Like in the past mm-hmm. when y'all have done New York, in the past, have you ever had a bad experience there? I wouldn't call it a bad experience. We had learning experience. What happened? It was just the energy wasn't right. Okay, you feel me? Yeah, the energy just wasn't right. You feel what I'm saying? And it was like early on, we had a lot of stuff going on, but just you could tell when the energy's not right because they don't receive it right. You feel what I'm saying? But as of lately, you know what I'm saying? From that was early on, like honestly, that was early on. Recently, New York be a vibe. You feel what I'm saying? Because I kind I put one shows together, so I kind of have. A mind frame of going into New York on what we need to tap that in that with. Sense. New York ain't no, no soft shit, no none of that shit. Okay. You gotta hit. <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The hit, bro. Like they want, they want these hits. They want them records, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, cause Damn, as bad. a right, that's what I need in my car. <laughs> 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 right Listen, as as a fan, and I love New York hip hop. I love Southern hip hop. I'm like, man, Wayne, he definitely gonna do pussy money. You know what I'm saying? Certain yeah. songs, but it makes sense when you put it like that, cause New man. York, it's a different audience, a different ear. 
Like honestly, that makes sense. Honestly, I love Big Brother Death. Yeah. And if he watches the interview, he probably gonna call and cuss me the fuck out. Uh -oh. But I didn't put, I don't put mixtape songs in New York set for a reason. That's all I, I said. Did I say that to no, you? No, no, no. We, we had a, we had a, we had See, a little I conversation did, about it. I fast. did for, I right, so boom. When we just did tour, it's a different story. Tours, yeah. So when we did like the tour show, it was a different story. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we can do these um, mixtape records. And you know, but see the problem with the mixtape records is he's got so many mixtape records Bruh. that everybody <laughs> always goes to. Why y'all didn't perform this? Why y'all didn't perform this? Why y'all didn't perform this? Like, bro, y'all gotta understand. This man still goes to the studio religiously every day. Mm, that's like, crazy. Every day, mm. he still goes to the studio every day. He's still recording. He's been a bush out motherfucking head real soon. Like I'm just saying, like this shit really happens, bro. So there's no way possible you can <laughs> think that no. this man thinking about a mixtape record that he ain't performed in forever, you know what I'm saying? So we gotta be realistic about yeah. some of this shit. When we go on tour, I presented some show, some songs to him and he was like, all right, now nah, that's gonna be hard for Tour T, I right, bet. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, to do a one-off, come on, that ain't gonna make no sense, you yeah. feel me? So even the record that we don't know, it, it like everybody has their one favorite record, you right. feel me? But we can't touch, you know? That's why we try to touch it as a whole. So it's, it's strange, but for this show, for hip hop, it was like, nah, get them the hits, bro. Yeah. Get them, get them the hits. And get it's the, the 50th year of hip hop, so it made sense when you break it down like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Now, recall the first time that you and Wayne met. You wanna know what's funny? I was around the camp, all right, so this is real shit. I was around the camp prior to, they signed Drake in 2009. Ted's been my mentor right. since I was mm. in, like my senior year of high school, going to my freshman year of college. So Tez has been like a mentor to me since, you feel me? I used to go to shows, Wayne shows, and everybody would sound like when they first around the Young Money and all this, yeah. I used to go to Wayne shows, I used to be a little nigga in the back, hmm. you feel me? Like, uh, shout out to Benny, a lot of promoters knew me prior to, cause mm. I was like, Clell, um, I remember Club 112, the grand finale of Club mm. 112. Mm -hmm. Wayne did the hosting. Wayne hosted the grand finale of Club 112. Mm. I was there. Mm. I was 18 years old. Wasn't he supposed to be there? I got kicked out the party. <laughs> Tez had to come back, give me like, nah, he with us. Hey, nigga, I told you. I was walking around. I was trying to get on. Oh, <laughs> Lord, I was in Atlanta for the first time. I was 18 years old. Yes, sir. Usher and R. Kelly, same girl, had just same came girl. out. Okay. We was on Peachtree. I was I lit. I was a young then is crazy. You That's feel me? So mm. I'm, I'm sitting around trying to work my move, and I won. I'm talking about ball that night, like hey. a gangster. You hear me? Yes, sir. So, oh, you we. know. <laughs> The whole time I was around, to be honest with you, it was a respect the levels situation. Mm. Wayne the star, you got everybody else out of that, you feel what I'm saying? And we had speakers going on when I was super young, no lie. They had to tell him, like, yo, you know T been around for a long time, right? He was like, what? They're like, yeah, you know, like, Twist, Twist fuck with him all the time. Twist mm. be like, he was my DJ first, bro. So mm. Tez put me on the road. I was always around. <laughs> I do after parties. <laughs> now it wasn't even that. It's just that Wayne had his own. He had his own entourage. You feel what I'm saying? That makes sense. I wasn't a part of his entourage yet. Yeah. I was a worker. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I was really sense. just a worker. I wasn't a part of no entourage. I was working. I was there on working capacity. Been do this after party. I started off on some promo type shit. Mm. When I ended up here for this grand finale one twelve, hey. We finna do this grand finale. Y'all need to come pass out these mixtapes and pass out these flyers. 
We went Lennox. We went all the malls. Dropped our flyers. This is yeah. guerrilla marketing Footwork. type shit. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. So it started there, but he didn't know who I was. They signed Drake in 09. I was around for that when they did when they started doing the after parties and stuff like that. That's when I was granted to do Drake's after parties in the South. I was still in school though, so I still had never met Wayne because remember Wayne was in jail. Then. Mm. He sure did around that time. By that time he was in jail. Me and bro, me and Drake. I'm doing after parties, Club Paradise, Club Paradise tour. I'm on that after party circuit for the South. Come to Atlanta, you know we do all that and then bug it out. I went to New Orleans. I never forget this. I went to New Orleans with Twist to do. It was Bayou Classic. Mm -hmm. They have a concert outside the arena, mm -hmm. right? They have a concert outside the arena, and it's like a radio concert. Shout out to Wild Wayne, but they have a radio concert. We was performing. Young Money was performing. Wayne just came home. Nobody knew he was home. Oh man! So me, Twist, and Chucky went out to perform. Tiger came out. Shout out to DJ Active. He was still DJing. And the whole time we was standing right there. Mm. First interaction with him right there, it was a quick boom, bam. You feel what I'm saying? Gone. That's when our, everything flourished. Came back around 2014, 15. They called me in to do my job. I was doing the club shit. Mm. Wayne was getting ready to do the Sorry for the Wait tour. Mm. Tess was like, um, the tour came. The tour came up, and I actually pressed the button. I was like, Yo, let me go with Tune to do these club dates. Cause normally Tune didn't take a DJ on his club dates, cause he was doing arena dates so much. So you were, you were just doing a set as his DJ at the clubs, but not literally like a concert or nothing. No, no concert. Just doing a set. No concerts. Mm. Only concert I ever did was with Twist. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? And at this time, mm. at this time. Now I had DJ for other artists, but aside the Young Money count, like yeah. even with Drake shit, Drake would be like shit. Let T Blue do the after party. So I do all the Drake after parties, the OVO room. Mm -hmm. That's that was the start of Club Paradise, Club Paradise tour. I was on that, and even for like when has Drake has the intermission DJs now, mm -hmm. that was something we were pushing for back wow. then while we were trying yeah. to get that going. But it came about so late. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but nevertheless, you know when it came to me pressing Tez, I hit Tez. I was like, Yo, let me go on this run. Yeah. And he was like, Hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know, bro. I said, bro, y'all not finna take no DJ on the club. I was like, who better for the club than me, bro? Yeah. Come on, man. So I had, I used to have to go to the club, do an hour set, and mm -hmm. then do Wayne's set. Mm -hmm. But we talking about you got to entertain this crowd for an hour before who they really came to see get right. on, you feel me? So that's where it kicked in. And the first show we did was CIAA in, what was it, North Carolina. And it was 2015. He stood next to me. We did the show. Gapped up. We did that entire tour, and I stayed away from him the entire tour because that's what I was taught. That's how you, you don't be don't be the loser, like bro. You. Don't be the lame nigga trying to run up behind him. Don't be on all that shit. There. Do your job, boy. Yeah. Do your job. Get your paper. Get the fuck, boy. You feel yeah, me? Sure. And that's what it was. You feel yeah. me? So the interaction came in 2015. That's why I keep it real with folks. Like, bro, I tell a lot of DJs, like, bro, like, y'all blessed to have them relationships with those artists, mm -hmm. but then it's a gift and a curse, too. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times it get personal. Oh, all the time. And with me and Tune, it's, it, it, I, it's always worked with me and bro. Like, mm -hmm. we got that outside relationship on, like, I can hit him for that, but nah, it's work. Because I hit him, even to the point now, I still hit him on some shit now, like, I just put out my album. I hit him on business. Like, yo, I got my album dropping, da da da. I bet I fuck with it, da da da. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know what I'm saying? The first interactions came about when I started really DJing for in like 2015. Mm. Then that's when shit, they sent me home. That's what's crazy. Mm. After the Club Paradise tour, the good, I mean, not the Club Paradise tour, but the little Sorry for the Wait tour with the club run we did, we went back to doing arena shows. Mm. They sent me home. Then that's when they had a mishap happen on stage. With and, the other DJ? Yeah. And he asked, he asked, like, yo, what happened to the T? What happened to my DJ out here? And that's how I ended up coming back. That's all it take is that one fuck oh, up. <laughs> what was the mishap? Bruh, see, I want to clarify this, bro, because folks wigged on my man, bro, and this, I mean, you know, and it be weird, bro, but first of all, his his DJ, Tune DJ, is his DJ before me was a legend. He's a legend. Fucker was. What's he up? is a legend. This man DJ for big, bro. You mm. feel what I'm saying? Like, DJ 45 is one of them ones, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Mm. So, you know, he had been gone. Like, him and Wayne hadn't did no shows and like that. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? He came to do the show and he had the wrong track. Mm. And Wayne threw the mic at him. You feel me? But at the Dang. same time, at the same time, it wasn't on no shit like that. Nobody knows, like, damn, it happened a couple times or something like that. You feel me? But at the same time, that one time, you know, I've been saying this. A lot lately. D Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. DJs, we can have one great moment mm -hmm. and we still don't get the love we deserve. Mm -hmm. But a rapper can have one great moment and they will be rich for the rest of their lives. That's true, that's, yeah. Think about how many times as a DJ we've had to go to the club and we showed our ass had phenomenal sets and we still have to go and prove ourselves. Mm -hmm. People think like, oh man, you gotta do it again next week. The fuck you mean I gotta do it again next week? This motherfucking <laughs> rapper you fucking with ain't even putting out consistent rap music that you like, mm -hmm. but you steady supporting the bullshit. But you got a DJ that's really entertaining you. And that's what I hated about his situation, bro. Mm, his yeah. situation made him seem like he was just this horrible fucker. And he's not. Yeah. We're human, bro. We go through bullshit. And at the same time, we have miscommunications, bro. I'll be saying it all the time. Like, when we book, like, somebody for pride and it's big, like, it's a little nerve-wracking because they might be like, hey, play this. Y'all ain't Out tell me. Like, and, of course, I try to get everything I can of the music. But, like, they put you in some crazy situations that's yeah. like nerve wracking. So I can only imagine like even as a DJ and having um, technical issues, some should yeah. be out your hands and like the crowd don't understand. You can't be like, yo, this is a technical difficulty. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Lil Wayne throwing the damn mic at you. You know what I'm saying? But see, that, that, was a, that, was, that was one of those ones that, you know, even we have, you know, I think we have to, we have to show more grace, bro. It's people, yeah. bro. You feel True. me? Because we let, so we let artists get away with it. So at the same time, you feel me? We're like, why well, we can't let a DJ get away with it? Like, bro, if we really think about this shit, bro, you know, I've been, I've really been, I've, since the beginning of my DJ career, I've been doing shit a long time. And since oh. the beginning of my DJ career, my whole argument has been for the DJs. Mm -hmm. Because like, bro, this shit wouldn't be shit without us. And I'm standing on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm standing on that shit. Absolutely. We can go play an instrumental and get this motherfucker popping. You mm -hmm. feel me? This is no discredit to no, uh, no rapper, no nothing. Mm -hmm. But I've been telling label heads, everybody, bro, like y'all keep trying to discredit the DJ, bro, and at the same time, you got to understand mm -hmm. that y'all steady calling us. Mm -hmm. You steady calling us to get your record played in the club. 
At the end of the day, I want every rapper that's listening to me to understand this shit. You doing this shit for one reason, and you got to be real with yourself. See, you keep putting the money in front of it. Mm. It ain't the money you doing this shit for. You're not doing this shit for this money, bro. Because if you were doing this shit for the money, you would be really doing what made sense for the money. You had your business set up and all that shit. You're not doing this for the money. My nigga, you doing this shit for the fame, nigga. Mm. You want your mama and your grandmama to hear you on the radio and call you and say, baby, I just heard your song on the radio. I heard that DJ play your song. That's why. Because if it wasn't that, you wouldn't bring your country ass to the club and not get in touch with the DJ. And you wouldn't sit back and say, no, this is in general. You wouldn't bring your ass to the club unprepared. You know you're going out that night, but you don't even get in touch with the DJ. So you just pop up, you go to the DJ, expect this nigga to play your record, and you mad. It's given entitled. You feel me? So at the same time, what does that sound like? That sounds like... I want the people in here right now because this shit is lit right. to hear that record. Mm-hmm. That don't sound like, hey, I'm promoting them myself and I'm promoting the record. That sounds like, hey, bro, I didn't had niggas come up to me, bro, like, hey, my nigga, you killing this shit right now, bro. You got this shit going crazy, bro. Did you see my record in, bro? Who are you? Don't even say their name. And there's no disrespect, bro. <laughs> yeah, of course. But at the same time, it's like, my nigga, like, how do we, like, what do we, how do we get here? You feel what I'm saying? Like, how did we get here? I'm rocking the party, and you want me to sneak your record in, so you want me to take a chance on you. Mm-hmm. So once I take a chance on you as a DJ, let's bring it back now. Once I take a chance on you, who believed in you first, me or them labels? Mm-hmm. Me or your fan base that you claim and made you who you are? Mm-hmm. The DJ did. Mm-hmm. Every DJ, it's, it's, it, if you can look on every corner around the world, it's a DJ around here that feel like, bro, I really helped that artist get to where they at. Mm-hmm. For sure. And they feel like, damn. But if you really think about this and we celebrate 50 years of hip hop, how was this shit started? With who? And how we the last ones to eat? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's get into that conversation there because that is something that is always um, discussed. And there's so many things that we have on that topic. So, first, how do you feel like in terms of like the social media? fuck things up in terms of people thinking they didn't need the DJs anymore, people feeling like, shit, I got online, I don't need the DJ, or, or was it something else? Well, to be for real, I don't think the social media fucked it up. I think the I think the fact that people told people that fucked the game up. Mm. Tell me what nigga in the hood did analytics to find out that they song <laughs> is motherfucking going crazy on TikTok, on YouTube, and all this shit there. Who, talk, who told them that stupid ass shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know no nigga in the hood that even know how to fucking do that shit. Yeah, for real. Stop playing with me, bro. <laughs> nigga, I get serious about this shit, man. Niggas be acting all goddamn super. I'm music educated and all that shit. That nigga, somebody told you this stupid ass shit, and you going by it. Mm. Let's get back to the real deal shit. Mm. Your shit ain't popping in your neighborhood, but you popping on the internet? What mm. the fuck? You mean to tell me 30,000 niggas know your song, but when I play it, don't nobody, it don't register with nobody? You got to be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody make me make no sense of this. Somebody told you this shit. And it's them motherfuckers that told us this shit. And we going by this shit. And we just riding the wave of this shit. But at the end of the day, we don't realize that we still doing the motions of the old school music trend. Which is, go promote my record in the streets. I'm going to go to the club and buy a section. And we going to get the DJ to play the record. And we gonna... That's old school guerrilla marketing. That's what the niggas did in the A from the beginning of 2000, going to all the strip clubs and every club to get their record popping to now. Mm. So why all of a sudden you discredit the fact that the DJ is the one that's playing your record? Yeah. Like, let's keep it a buck. Mm. Even the record that's gold, like, so it's the, on a social media trend, I can break this down even deeper to say that, hey, look, 
Just because that shit popping on social media don't mean it popping in our in our world. Right. It's a big world out there. I just had this breakdown with somebody. Somebody was like, yeah, I know somebody got 10,000 followers and they're doing 10,000 hits. I said, how many of them people go to the club? Yeah. Where them people be at? Because it's a big age group difference in this world. Now, you got a lot of kids with a lot more access to phones. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of TikToks that can go let this shit play a bunch of times. It's going to play it a bunch of times and learn the song a bunch of times. People our age don't need no music no more. We don't even know the words to these fucking songs. Hey, it'd be hard to learn words nowadays. That's what I'm saying. So how the fuck are we sitting up here? But who we promoting to? Yeah. yeah. And yo, not for I don't nothing. Think artists care no more. It seems like. I think they care, bro. They just don't know streaming. what they care on. Well, I'm saying that because when we book artists, they fee is not contingent upon like if they can bring people out. I don't mm. think. I think it's based off of. I can sit with a ring camera, a ring light, and put my phone up and make 50 bands right here on my sofa. So why would I come to the club and charge you less? But then when I do bring you to the club, I don't make my money back on you. Because they're not feeling your music exactly. in real life. You're just lit on social media. And they just like, I got a million streams, I got this. But like you just said, like, but who's coming out when it comes to, to the club? Can I elaborate on what you said? Mm -hmm. I just made a point with somebody who was with a couple promoters about this shit. And I said, bro, we are ruining our own bag. Mm. We forgot that this club shit, this hip hop shit, is what is got us the bag. Mm. This is how you motherfucking rap niggas have survived for forever. Yeah, because them other clubs are not booking you to perform and bring 50 of your niggas from the hood. No, and get fact. in for free and comp y'all bottles. That's a fact. Y'all are not doing, y'all are not getting booked at those supper clubs no matter how big and popular Damn. you think your song is. Oh. So we killing ourselves. Mm -hmm. How the fuck we sitting up there, I am up, you mean to tell me I've been following this motherfucker since the beginning of this fucking career. This motherfucker come to the club and do the same fucking show that he did across town. Uh -huh. And I'm finna pay all this fucking money it's for it. It's a lot. But then you want me to go see your country ass in concert too? And you finna do the same shit you did in the club? Man. What are we talking about? See, this it. is why I'm saying, Let's like, see, it. the shit is, the biggest problem is ain't nobody telling nobody, like, hey, bro, this shit dumb as fuck, bro. Right. Because everybody's so focused on the money. But let's be yeah. real. Ain't nobody really getting no money like we talking about. Because if you think about back then, how niggas was really getting paper mm. over this music shit, how niggas was really providing for motherfuckers. Right now, it's like, like individuals getting paper and niggas just breaking niggas off. Like Back. I said, we killing ourselves, bro. This was our bag to get. Mm -hmm. This hip hop rap shit, this motherfucking culture we created, this was our bag. Mm -hmm. And we fucking it up. Mm -hmm. We Damn. listen, you know what? Think about it like this. Tours fucked up right now. Clubs fucked up right now. Where else do we have to promote our music? Mm -hmm. Our biggest outlet was in the club. And we treat it like it's nothing. No, the, you want to know why us as black people treat the club like that? Is our heaven, as our gateway, because that's what it's been for years when we had juke joints with our grandparents mm, growing up. Bad. So it's the same shit. Mm. We giving everybody this shit. So what you used to do, go to the club, damn, I heard some new music at that bitch, bro. That shit right. jamming. Now we go to the club and we just ungrateful. Rappers, ungrateful. You think, you standing there, the audacity to be standing there cool as fuck. Like you don't know the words to your song. Right. But you Bruh. want the next person to believe in your record. Bruh. But because you got 100,000 streams mm. that are 70,000 70, of them are bought from somewhere else. Come on now. Mm. That what we doing? That yeah. part. 
What we doing? We let these folks trick us, bro, to spend our money instead of us making the money. It used to be us making the money. They used to come and be glad to get one eye ass and go make the money off us. Then it went to, man, we just gonna spend our own money. And now we are stuck spending our own fucking money, bro. Do y'all realize that? These motherfuckers gotta get popping and do all this ignorant shit for the label to then come get you. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. You gotta spend up, you gotta spend your own bag for these niggas to come get you and then you for you to owe them. Yeah. You right. might well just keep spending your own damn bag. Right. Yeah. We fucked up, in my opinion. But how can we change it? We gotta get some conversations like this going. Yeah. Because to be for real, for real, I don't even think there's enough DJs even expressing themselves. But I don't think they can though. And I this was is no offense. Say, right, because because what outlet would they have to do so? You know, and because because I look at it like um a DJ to speak, we want to talk about how you go about charging too and knowing your worth on that end. But like I hear where DJs be like, man, that's you know they'll pay me uh, maybe like a like a hundred for like four or five hours, and they that's won't crazy. take it right. But then a, a, a younger person or somebody that want to get into it, they'll take it. So it's like yeah, because somebody that's been I, so yeah, so basically how to know your worth as a DJ. Even of course we know if you're a tour DJ or like if you're a Lil Wayne DJ, there's already a tag on there, right? But like I think um, it's week two. Go ahead. I'm gonna so on it. I think that's weak. I hate that. Mm. I hate that shit. Yeah, because it's abused. It's abused. Yeah. Listen, mm. and, and and I'm gonna let you finish. But real talk, just because I'm little one DJ don't mean I'm fine. No, it don't. I mean, but that sure. will sell. That that sells tickets. Exactly. But 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 do it really sell tickets? Because if it ain't if it ain't marketed in the right place, it don't sell a bitch yeah. ass thing. You yeah. feel me? Right. You got to be in the right place for that. Yeah, everybody yeah. love Lil Wayne, but they want to see tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This hip hop. We had we've had, we haven't made the DJ be like that. So that whole namesake of being an artist DJ, in in this day and time, we fucked that up because that don't even matter no. Yeah, it don't matter. We in Atlanta, home of artist DJs, and we are fucked. Yeah, we should be the niggas that be standing. Excuse me for that, but we should be the ones standing on that. Yeah, this this should be. My opinion, when I moved here and when I always looked at that line, like everybody looked at it like the black, you know what I'm saying, the mecca, the hip hop, all that shit. I looked at it like home of the hip hop DJ. Oh, for Fact. sure. It's so many smurfs. Scream, drama. Holidays. Holidays. I'm talking about Don Cannon. You got names of Monte, yeah. strip Street. club DJs that got notable names. But the problem is, you feel what I'm saying? And I've been sitting back saying this. I love all my DJ partners. But I've been sitting back saying the realness on all this shit. See, I want to make a change on so it hit me a little early. Bro, we as DJs, our arrogance level is so fucking high that we can't even come together to even have a conversation oh, to make sense. Yeah. We arrogant, yeah. we, we super arrogant, and it's a lot of niggas that's arrogant that get waxed. Like, ain't got no DJ talent, but you got a name. Like, bro, we gotta put. See, that's the thing about it. See, to elaborate on what you're saying, like, it's got to be levels to this shit. We right. really got to put some levels to so, it. So, so kind of going to what you're saying. All right, so like. As much as I do think the DJ, we need to, like, stand for something or we won't fall for it, right? But then, like, you always got that undercutting DJ because a motherfucker been in a room for a year. And there's been times that I was, like, years ago, like, just dying to be in a club that I would open up for my boy for free just to have that club experience, mm-hmm. right? So, of course, we want to tell promoters, like, bro, they not going to rock it, like, an experienced DJ. They're not going to handle problems like an experienced DJ would mm. or um, shit like that. But what do you do when that's the whole argument? Is like somebody always down to undercut. And I would just say build your brand where they can't be you. But what would you say? I got a different answer for that. Mm. 
we lost out in the world when we lost out on communication. Mm -hmm. I had big homies. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's I a, had DJ big homies. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my big dogs because a lot of shit wouldn't go. You mm -hmm. feel me? And when we lost that communication level, mm -hmm. that's what we fucked up at. Mm -hmm. See, this is, and I'm saying that to say this, like my my, my DJ big homies, like say for instance, they call me, they be like, T, I, um, I need you to come open up for me. Mm -hmm. I bet they will. He'll go 250 mm -hmm. he'll go 300 dollars you feel what i'm saying for you opening up i'm gonna show you how this shit work mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying yeah see that's how what's what we missed out on yeah you feel mm -hmm. me because everybody wanted to be so in so i'm the man i'm the man i'm the mm -hmm. man i'm the man all right it's respectable to be the man but when we ain't got no unit in being the man it don't look like you shit. right you feel me yeah. so in the real in the real sense of this it's like i shook that because I tell DJs this right now, and I want to be like super respectful when I say this. DJs now weren't taught; mm -hmm. they learned oh, absolutely. via YouTube and watching. Mm -hmm. I ask a lot of upcoming DJs. I'd be like, "Bro, who taught you something?" They'd be like, "Nah, I watch this DJ. I watch this DJ." So it's a difference when you watch something and you imitate it mm -hmm. versus you're taught it and you take it and you do it your own way. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have been put into this box with right now. How do we get back to it? The question is, can we all be able to communicate, even to have mentorship? Because it's a lot of closing DJs that weren't taught to be closing DJs. Mm -hmm. See, I, I was taught this shit at a young age, like teenager age. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, you got your opening DJ, you got your closing DJ. I DJ at teen club when mm -hmm. I, I was the host. You know what I'm saying? On mm -hmm. the mic and shit. Like, that's where this all started, you feel mm -hmm. me? So at the same time, I was taught this shit. Like, my big dog, Finesse, Scrap Dirty, they used to tell me all the time. Like, and I was always in the club, and it was like, yo, you need to understand your time slots. You need to understand you DJing. Like, my nigga, you can rock a party opening up. Mm -hmm. So I'm DJing for the biggest names in the city back in the jack. And if you know who DJ Finesse is and who Scrap Dirty is, those are some notable names in DJing. Mm -hmm. So... <clears throat> I was opening up for these folks. It ain't no, you can fuck up. Right. You gotta be on your shit. So that's the learning that it took. Mm -hmm. So for this damn age now, it has to be some sense of humbleness. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, it's like everybody think they are the big DJ now, or they are somebody when at the end of the day, can we just DJ? Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're at that point now. I think the conversation has to restart over. I think we have to really have a conversation of what DJing is because you wanna know, to be honest with you, a lot of us are not DJs. A lot of, a lot of us are jukeboxes. A lot of us are just playing the playlist that hits for the club <laughs> right now. I see no DJ playing straight from a playlist before. Yeah, no bullshit. I like see it all the time. Straight from a playlist. Oh, yeah. I see it all the time. Listen, I, I'm sorry to tell you, people, there's not DJs. A DJ mixes, blends, scratches, changes the tempo at a controllable rate, it's smooth, it's blending, it, it takes you on a journey. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There's no abrupt stops. It's like riding in a car, a very nice, I'm talking about expensive car, and you hit that pothole and you don't even feel it. That's what being a DJ okay. is meant to be. A DJ does not supposed to sit up there and abruptly bring you to a stop and not take you on a journey oh where my you God. go. You, know, you don't abruptly <laughs> change tempos. Yeah. You don't just sit up there and just say a bunch of bullshit on the mic and think you DJing and then you go to the next song. Slamming has been a thing. Just because these fucking controllers came out, I see more DJs on the damn cue points 
than anything. Mm. I had a conversation with a DJ that posted up a, a tutorial about mixing, and he didn't even have fucking headphones. A on. lot of young DJs don't wear headphones. Mm. I realized that. That's, I'll be like, What are you doing? I'm like, yeah, young. I, so don't. I so I said, Young boy, like I feel what you're talking about, but you're trying to teach people how to mix off of cue points. I understand that's the new age of shit. I guess and all that's this what stuff. it is. But you know the fucked up part about it. It's so weird, bro. This shit be so funny. All this new age shit I always still end up leading back to the ocean. No, it do. Even like with fashion that, and stuff. Right. It, yeah. All these DJs that end up on the boards, they I've had so many DJs come up to me and be like, bro, like, hey, like, what you got on your turntables? Like, I'm like, bro, just go get on them bitches, bro. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Rod Schmoo, bro. He was the person that I would never get going to. I like, bro, I want my big homies back in the crib, they DJ'd on them bitches. So I was like, yo, I gotta get on these. That, yeah. That's what I thought made me a DJ. Yeah. Right now, folks go get the starter pack. They mm -hmm. go get the laptop, DJ board, go get them a little chain. <laughs> Goddamn, go get them a little drip. Keep the drip in rotation. And now I'm and a big time keep DJ. the drip in rotation. That's what they be doing. They got DJ in the bios. You feel me? But, and but I ain't even on that shit. It's crazy because as you talk about mentorship, because I do remember, right, I made like a mixtape that I had no guidance on, and I took it to like, a dude that was mentoring me. And he straight said, you can't go from R&B to a straight trap song. You know what I mean? Cause I would just do that. And he actually got me like, you gotta flow into it. So now like if I was to do that, I might play like a Drake in between, which like Drake is for the hood, but also could be smooth. You know what I mean? But like people really, there's been times like, bruh, how you go from like dreams and nightmares or knuck if you buck to like a R&B record? Because people just, really I don't know whether to fight, cry, or what. But see, this is the thing. That's why the music fucked up, because people are not mixing. So, so boom. Ooh. People used to sit back and trip on me, like, because I do sets. I, I want to do a set. Like, like no, no lie. See, here's my thing. I was taught like this. And I ain't never just gave this up. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's. This is real shit. And this song you can take with you and you can hold dirty your heart. If you get it, you get it. You feel what I'm saying? Hell yeah. DJing is like a conversation before sex. Hmm. Got to move your way into it. You like. got to know what type of animal you are to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, you got most dogs <laughs> that can start off their sex. <laughs> You feel me? They gonna go to the woman and they gonna bark down on them and be like, shit, they gonna be aggressive. Yeah. You gotta know, and, and being that DJ, you have to know how to control your night. You feel what I'm saying? You gonna play yourself because out. You, get, you dig, you might go too hard. You might go too hard on Shawty, you might hold you, you might be talking that big shit, and you get in there and go limp on Shawty. You can't even fuck Shawty, you can't even Charlie You got damn, then lasted a minute, you didn't talk this big guy. That's what this shit is. And that's what the DJ game is. A lot of these DJs coming to this, coming to the party, want to start out with the hits, and now you ain't got shit else left to play. Sex over. Everybody just sitting in this bitch board. The headboard now, everything just fucked up. <laughs> but then that's when you know yourself, you know how to pace yourself out. You feel what I'm saying? You know your pickup lines. You know how to go to, you know, shit, shout out to me goddamn. Start out with a little drink, start out my ease over here, and now by the end of the night, shout at the house. You feel what I'm saying? That's, that's DJing to me. That it's an art. It's an art form. You have to start and finish. We don't finish. We just start. 
mm-hmm. because they don't know, they don't think about it. They just, they just going to the club right now and they like, shit, I'm just gonna play these hits so a nigga won't say I ain't bullshit tonight. <laughs> no, bro, challenge the mind. I dig it. That's what I'm on, bro. That's what I always been on. I think that's what made my sense be what it was. I think that's why I lasted in this game is because it's challenging. No matter how how the game changes at the end of the day, it's still to the point of where it's music. It's music. If we didn't want the challenge of music to be in our prisons, we wouldn't be going to different genre nights, meaning R&B nights. Right. Ooh, a little R&B night. So, you feel what I'm saying? So, okay, I know we had kind of mentioned this earlier in the interview. What's your thoughts on the music industry now, specifically hip-hop? You just talking about hip-hop and rap. What's your thoughts on the music? I think we at a point right now where we just need to understand what we're trying to do, honestly, because we don't even have a point to where we can give a message out at this point. Mm. Can we rally? I, I can. I, do you think in music right now that we can rally of our own people right now? Depending on what we want them to do. You feel me? And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the weird part. Yeah. At first it was like on all boards where we mm-hmm. could where we could do that. You feel me? You mean me like saying? a knuck if you buck type Like thing? even if we wanted to do like a knuck if you buck or even if, I just I just look at it like this. You know, people discredit me for this dreams and nightmares. Well, they don't discredit me. They just discredit the song and they discredit DJs for playing it all the time. But you have to understand, you, hey, people, y'all don't know no other song. No, I think we said that like Y'all don't know no other songs word for word. Mm. So the excitement level that you all show, no matter how much you hate that song, the excitement level that you show, that you know those lyrics makes that DJ feel like I've done, I'm doing my job. That's what this is. It's a call and response type situation. I press play, you respond. If you don't respond, I go play what you respond to. It's the art of this shit. But even like Chief Keef or like you Waka, feel like yeah. since then. But Nito's been going crazy for forever. Like but what don't else? play that but at you, 11 p.m. when the club starts. See, oh, we be hell having nah. niggas that but, come. And yeah, they do. You just spoke on that, and I love mm. how you broke that down because niggas were literally, we've had opening DJs playing Dreams and Nightmares at 11.30 yeah. when the party ain't even lit yet. Wig it, bro. Like, what you doing? Like, what the crazy. fuck? Like, first of all, like, he worried about the suspense levels of other but, but the reason, the reason this happens is because mm-hmm. they weren't taught this. Yeah, see, that's see here's point. the thing. Yeah. A lot of people weren't taught those levels of, de- of level of clubbing. Right. I'm going to yeah. say, damn the DJing. We know that it's a climax to this shit. Yeah. You feel me? That we try to reach. Now, the point of this journey at the club and we have to understand this from 10 to 3, there is a full journey. You got to go up one hill and back down that mm-hmm. hill to take us back up another hill mm-hmm. that keep us there and then drop us back down. Mm-hmm. That's your party life. Yeah. That's your two DJs. That's your opener. That's your closer. Even if you got somebody in the middle, the one in the middle, hey, you got a hard part because really your opening DJ is supposed to bring us up. That middle DJ is supposed to keep us up, mm-hmm. and the middle DJ is to take us to a point of where the open, the next DJ, the closing DJ, can take right us up to another level. But we don't understand it because we have no levels to this shit anymore. Right. That's what it is. We have to start understanding the party. And on top of us understanding the party, all my party people that go to parties, y'all got to stop being so goddamn motherfucking Hollywood. Y'all got to stop okay. showing up to the party at 1 o'clock expecting to hear every song <laughs> that you want to hear in your motherfucking role, in your motherfucking Bro. playlist from 1 to 3. Oh, my Facts. God. How, what, happened, what happened to us? Uh, what happened to us getting to the party Where on time? Damn, my boy, he come on. Soon we're trying to hit the weed. Yeah. Right. My bad, bro. Hit that bitch, bro. Like that. Yeah. So, all right, so should DJs be telling these opening DJs? Because I think all the time yes. it'd it be like, cause, no, because then it is an ego thing where 
with me, it's never ego, but yeah. I think I'd be intimidated unless I really fuck with you that if I say something to you, you're going to think um, I'm trying to, like, boss up on you, like, bro, don't play that. But we be looking at each other I think like. they respect you, though. Like, because like he's saying, like, he had mentors, people yeah. that taught him so he knew better what in time slots and how to go up and down. So, like, you saying it out of a place of, like, not trying to sun nobody, but, like, yeah. I'm just trying to get you to right. fuck with the vibe and really have a crowd control going on because your ass <laughs> – why the fuck is we oh let's do it? Uh, it's, it's you wanna know what's Why we all oh, let's do it to people in the club right now? I'm gonna put you like, down on how you work this move right here, right? This is how you work this move. Alright. So I when I first moved here, I, I came in strong on some like, hey look, y'all opening DJ like on some like <laughs> we gonna set the pace of this fucking party. Yeah. I'm talking about I wrote a lot of niggas wrong. Mm. It was intentional. Yeah. It was very intentional. You gotta, you gotta be the good guy or the bad guy. Mm, you gotta figure out which one you wanna be. Yeah. You feel me? At the end of the day, if they rock with you, they rock with you. Mm -hmm. If they don't, they don't. Mm -hmm. I love everybody. Everybody that know T. Lou know I'm one of the most genuine people in the world. I'm gonna rock with you. We gonna motherfuck. I'm there. But at the end of the day, don't bullshit me because you wanna know one thing about this shit. That time slot I'm DJing is my show. Mm. Do not fuck my show up. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fuck what you got going on. Don't fuck my show up for you trying to do whatever you trying to do. So that's the conversations. Yeah. Now, even growing on the respectful end, when you're doing a club, I ask questions. Mm -hmm. Who the opening DJ is? Link me with him. That's right. Mm -hmm. Hey, my G, what you got going on? So look, I'm thinking about coming in like this tonight. I want the energy to shift mm -hmm. a little bit like this when I get on. So you got to paint these stories to these people. They still don't get it sometimes, mm -hmm. but at the same time, that's how we have to coast that shit. We gotta let folks know the time slots are partying again. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See, I grew up during the time where we had like open bar. Free, okay. Free yes. line. Okay, yeah, yeah. Free yeah. line. You feel what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. You, had the, you had the free entry line, free before 1030, yep. free before 11, latest free before 12 type shit. Facts, latest free before 12, man. drink free before 12, you yeah. feel what I'm saying, type shit. So it was very entertaining. <laughs> I think once we get back to the point of truly training, opening DJs, we can savage, we can salvage our parties again mm. yeah. because the people have gotten so used to knowing that the shit comes on after 12 Damn, after right. one that we have to do a switch now mm. i've been telling all my homies that's closing djs start opening places damn that's so crazy. we can do right. a flip we have to do wow. a flip we have to wow. sacrifice this shit and do a flip because at this point right now we are going to be later and later People are coming and trying to get, people are coming to the club at one o'clock trying to get sections and they'll get situated until two. It's a fact. And they expecting a vibe from two to three. That's impossible. That's why it feels forced, it feels rushed. Right. Back in the, back then, like not even just back then, pre-pandemic, it felt mm. like we were vibing. It right. was a vibe, I was in this bitch. I came to the club like 12 to get situated, get my bottles, get everything good. By one o'clock, you feel what I'm saying? We in the vibe, we good. By 1.45, I'm drunk. Hey, we should be like, can't nobody come in after one? That, that'd be crazy. <laughs> we got to do a flip. For real, it really yeah. is. When people start getting drunk a little bit, then they loosen up, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the fact. And you we, can feel we have, the energy shift. And we have sections that come in at one. You not getting your bottle to like 130. Yeah. You not lit to, for real, like you yeah. said, I ain't think about but then Even though, it, like, you think about money, like, but if you really said to them, like, yo, y'all know y'all can't get in after one. Dabby or twelve forty five. That'd be crazy. It's bad here. Listen, it's it's bad here. Atlanta got it's so late. It's it's bad here. It's not good here. Yeah. I love this city. 
It's For not sure. good here right now. Yeah. The 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 level of celebrity is insane. Everybody is not Everybody good. Celebrity. And at the same time, I feel like we're missing out on so much money. Yeah. What are what are we doing from those hours of 10, 11, and twelve? We, we need to Let's exactly. think about this. But see, this is the thing about it. It's other people that be wanting to go out for that. It's people that was already out there still want to be oh, out sure. that'll leave. Mm-hmm. See, we we lost the early crowd. Right. We lost the people mm-hmm. that was you remember people used to transition from the day party yes. and then go for the early I set. Love the early and day. then we missed that. We we don't even have that. People don't even want to get to the club at 10, 11, 12 no more. You wanna know why? Then you feel lame. Beyond feeling lame, the DJ. We have been blamed for that. Mm. We're not entertaining. Think about it. Most hosts don't get to the club until like one. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor... State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Oh, for sure. So if you go to some clubs, you got just the DJ playing. Bro, might not even talk on the mic. Mm-hmm. So ain't nobody saying nothing. Why am I here? Yeah. I can go to the lounge, motherfucker. And the DJ in the lounge, goddamn, working his one. Mm-hmm. I could be entertained. Cheaper price. See, we're losing. Yeah. Okay. That's and this, tough, was, this was another point the child brought up. Um, I just about like the... Atlanta clubs specifically, like a lot of the big clubs being shut down, and you know now the vibe is hookah clubs and just lounges, like, lounges. section, 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 right. section. We know section. you What's was in gold room, right? What's your thoughts on all of that? RP gold room, Damn. compound. Mm. Oh, What's the one that started with the internet broke the Migos and all them? Oh, Medusa. Uh, Medusa. Oh, the other one, though. Uh, I know you're talking about Mansion. Mansion was so fucking lit. Mansion was so lit. Mansion was so lit. Shout out to Fee, man. Yeah. Shout out to my big dog, Fee, man. Listen. That was a whole dance floor. That's crazy. You know, the crazy part about this shit is. I could be wrong as fuck right now. And they say no high shit or nothing like that. But this is just how I think about this shit. This is real shit. When you high, you say shit like that. I'm always high. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, yeah, I know my life. I'm going to roll another one. T, roll another one. And this, look. So listen, real shit. This is my idea of this shit. The fact that we have... How can I really just break this down? Because I'm trying to be nice. Nah, don't be nice. I was gonna say you gotta yeah. be nice. Everybody grown. <laughs> you go to the the lounges are cost efficient, bro. For sure. Uh, not bad. really. Well, now they're not. For who? Cause now yeah. they're not. You get as hookah, two a drinks, a you done spent a hundred dollars. But you go to as the club. To <clears throat> oh, like getting. A se- you go you to the club. To but hold on, here, here we go though. Here we go. You go to the big club. First of all, where you going to put your hookah at? Yeah, you got to have a yeah, yeah, You got to have somewhere to put you your fucking hookah right. first. I just seen motherfuckers holding the hookah in their hand, oh, standing by the bar, goddamn. No table, no weak. nothing. They just made 40 beans off of bro. I'm not holding no hookah. Hookah on the ground. They standing next to I the might do that. Section, you feel me? So that's what I'm saying, though. So look, where you going to put it at? We ain't got no tables to put it at nowhere. But do you think losing a dance floor is fucked up the club, too? Think about like, yo, we got so many clubs that's just straight lounge. Like, I mean, straight. yes, but at the same time, what they gonna dance to? Mm. 
music wise? I'm a gorilla and a fucking zoo. Uh. Finna pull up and shit. Yeah. Uh. Then that's when the parts that we, the, 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 everything's so ass shaking now. You feel me? And I love it. Listen, I, I love a good ass shaking. Hey, ladies, shout out to Sex Red. She got that bit turned. You feel know. me? <laughs> you feel me? Got for pride, she, right? <laughs> she got that bit turned. You hear me? I, I love it, man. Yeah, but see, no. it's just real though. The energy she giving, right? The energy she giving, I love it. But at the same time, mm. I just hate the fact that somebody's gonna try to copy it. No, somebody come with some more energy now. Mm. Come on, turn that energy up now. Don't okay. don't try to copy her energy. Let her have that. Go another energy. We need more energy. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, y'all see that energy? I do. Absolutely. Go crazy on whatever you think could be that. That's why I love what um honestly what the baby did. When he set up there and did the fire on the man, the um, shake some record. Maybe know how to make fun music. Yes, I love that record. I don't like a lot of artists make like sad stuff nowadays. I be like, I don't want to be sad. Well, you know why? During the pandemic, all we did was get emotional. Yeah. We got overly emotional during the pandemic. Yeah. That's why everything's so sensitive. You had to so deal with everything. We was so we was in the house getting in touch with our feelings and shit. <laughs> right. Motherfuckers was on green shit. Uh, niggas in turn, motherfuckers vegan. <laughs> we woke. Motherfuckers super woke now. Motherfuckers around this bitch just acting different. <laughs> so shit. At the same time, everything got super emotional. I didn't want to dance in the house, even though we were sitting in the house trying to dance. I want to get out yeah, this motherfucking house. house. Uh, I'm in the house. Nah, they doing the TikTok dance. Niggas in this bitch realize over here trying to like represent the struggle right now because during the pandemic you realize how broke you was too. You realize ain't no money flowing. You realize how you had to come up like, bro. It was a lot of shit. Then folks came up. So now I'm finna got that. Now I'm finna really flex. I ain't even popping it. I'm finna flex. I'm finna flex on y'all. I went and got these jeans. <laughs> I went and got this shirt, bitch ass nigga. And I went and got your bitch with the Corvette. What we doing? Nice. I, ain't, I, I ain't popping it, but come take it though. That's what the return message was. Yeah. So it, that, I think that changed uh, the whole atmosphere. You feel what I'm saying? Like, no lie. Some of these songs are fucking incredible that these artists make. Absolutely. But then there's when, no lie, I be sitting up there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't wanna shoot him though. Damn. Mm. Yeah, I'm backing in. Ooh, that bar hard, that bar hard. Damn, I don't want to kill him, and I ain't got that many options, bro. Okay. Fuck. So it be like hit and miss. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know, man. I, I think at the point, we just got to get back to the point of just having some fun, man. Turn your gangster down. Turn your gangster down. I was, that's I a like good that. point. And, and Okay, so another another one that y'all had had, too. Like, so what about, like, playing controversial, controversial artists, you know, such as, like, people that allegedly snitch or people that done bad things to people? You um, been real. R. Kelly, 6 well, nine, R. Kelly, nine, nine, 6 9 Chris, Chris Brown, even. Chris you know Brown. What I mean? like, what's your thoughts on stuff like that? Because I work with Coalition Life DJs. They be trying to play. And, you know, when we have our DJ meetings, we do have them conversations. Like, you got half the people feel like, nah, I ain't playing gun. I ain't playing 6 9 certain shit. Then you got other people like, nah, I'm giving the people what they want. So how you feel about that as a DJ? I'm going to be totally honest. Always. I don't know. Because I'm going to be so real. I sit back and say a lot of crazy shit and folks be like, nah, but, bro, we our biggest haters, bro. We fuck up mm. our own shit. I just said we fucked up our own bag in this hip-hop shit. Mm. Now we fuck up. Listen, them folks ain't tripping off of what them folks did. Mm. And when I say them folks, y'all know what I'm talking about. Them folks ain't tripping off what them folks did, bro. 
is us over here tripping on something that went over us total stranger we don't even that nobody know. said nothing to us about like, we don't know shit about these motherfuckers except for we fans of what the fuck they got going on yeah. now if you got close ties in or whatever you got close ties in on that between you and them I agree. But at the same time, shit, I got family issues, and I ain't taking issues, taking sides on my family issues. Okay. So how the fuck am I supposed to take sides on some shit that I don't know shit about? Mm -hmm. And that's the whole argument that I have with everything, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, I don't, man, I ain't got shit to do with nobody's shit, bro. That shit crazy, bro. Like, it's just, I think, like, bro, like, so we gonna mute our own people, like, Mm. Like, that's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, bro, like, bro, there's some shit you don't agree with. All right, go on, on listen to somebody else like you're going to do. But you're going to tell our people to stop listening to our people. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. I, mean. I ain't never seen that happen on the other side of this shit. Thanks. I ain't never seen that happen on the country shit. I ain't never seen that happen on the rock side of shit. And them folks got some fucking they stories. They still listen to Elvis. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> This other side of this music shit, and see, that's the thing about it. Like, we, I think that Damn. we just lack knowing about other shit, bro, but... Nah, man, I don't, listen, man, I don't draw no judgment on no man, bro. You do what you do, and you keep it moving. If you make a song that's jamming, and it's to the point of what it is, and it agree with the fan base that I DJ for, then that's what it is. Some of these artists just don't register for certain fan bases, and we just got to keep it at that because people do draw sides. You feel what I'm saying? For sure. I ain't got no, no drawing and shit. I ain't. Okay, so I think you pretty much answered it, but I'm still going to ask. So, like, say, for instance, you got Aww. an artist that come in the club. Now, I ain't going to ask about chaos. <laughs> But like you got Mute, an artist um, that come in the muted. club, say for instance, like you got Nikki at the club. Do you play a Cardi record that's hot? Nah, cause that's like that's so that'll be so if you know of a situation okay. as a DJ, you I think you. it's a respectful thing if they have personal matters at hand. Got you. Some of this shit you just can't know, and some of this shit we got to stop acting like we know. I don't know. When you say personal matters, what you are you talking if, about? Like this publicized shit that we like that we can hear, quote unquote, that we've seen. We've seen. R. Kelly's publicized. No, 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 this mm-hmm. is what she's paid here to be right. here for. That'll be blatantly disrespectful for me to sit back and just be like, boom, let me play this. Right. I agree, but you will be missing out with a lot of hits. From but at my the end of the Cardi. day, no, you know, no, you, no, I agree no, 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 no. But here's a the thing about it, hits. though. Here's the thing about it, though. Respectfully, you have a party. Yeah. I have a two hour set. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, that artist is not finna be there that two hours. Mm-hmm. Hell no. I've done a lot of parties <laughs> with a lot of artists. Yeah. Once you exit, you can't tell me what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I respected your boundaries while you were here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to make so, it awkward. That'd be awkward. Exactly. You don't. You, 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 you're at the end of the day. I'm a DJ. I'm here to please the people. But like I said, I'm not involved into your personal matters. Personal mm-hmm. matters meaning like, oh, you know, such and such got to argue with such and such behind the curtains. It's- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Such and such, and you know they don't fuck with each other. I ain't supposed, I don't know that shit. Yeah. I don't supposed to know that shit. 
but something that's just out there like yeah. that, like that the whole crowd will turn back and be like, my nigga, you tweaking, boy. Like, yeah, that's a different situation. Yeah. It's about right. being respectful at that point in time. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I like that's just like even for, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the club lately and people have been asking, you know, even in reference to like the gun and shit and all that shit. They're like, my dog, like, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know what to do in the situation. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you in being in Atlanta, you don't know who fuck with who, who feels a certain type of way, who's hey. what. But at the same time, we please the people. So when your club, if you you know, it's it's really I feel like it's it's one of those conversations and it's not no situation where nobody run up on nobody, nobody get angry, you know what I'm saying? No disrespectful shit, you feel what I'm saying? Because it's been those times. I've been in the club a couple times and I've done that where I've played records and not known that those people are in there. Right. But at the same time, it happens. Absolutely. You can't control the atmosphere, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Especially if I'm in a big-ass club, the party going fucking crazy, and then I drop a record, and oh, you know, such and such don't fuck with, bro, so you know what I'm saying? It ain't, gotta, we can't keep like, up. Come on, man, that's wicked. Like, that's wicked, bro. Come on, bro. I don't know that. I don't know that. What if, I don't, what if, what if shit, the artists don't fuck with me? Yeah. What if the artist didn't disrespect me? What if the artist paid disrespect about me and said, fuck my mama, fuck my cousin? Uh-huh. What if that was me? What if you only know that about me? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the same time, it's like, I just think we don't get involved in those matters except for, like, on a respectful level. Because when it gets to that point, when Nikki gets to the club, you're, hey, who, who, who we good on? Yeah. yeah. See, these are the questions that have to be asked. Absolutely. Who we good on? What we good? We got anybody not to touch on? Y'all got any records y'all don't want to hear? That's the whole simple thing. We ain't got to question shit. Communicate, yeah. It's communication. I'm big on it. Yeah, you said it. <clears throat> I'm very big times, on it. Yeah. Hey, bro, get me in touch with the motherfucker. Hey, y'all performing tonight? Y'all doing what? All right, send me the songs. I don't want to. Uh, I can download it. You sure? I can play this version okay. right here. All right, bet. For sure. Don't play what's tonight, what's tonight. All right, bet. For sure. Easy. Don't, I'm going to do my thing on everything else. All right, bet. Cool. That's the conversation. That's for real. Yeah. Okay, and that, and that's real shit. I'm with you. I agree. I think it's very disrespectful if you know a situation and it just still happens because we see it go viral on social media, and I'm like, why would you do that? So um, next, right? So um, what do you think about like younger artists paying homage and giving respect to people that paved the way, such as like Wayne and you know the, the thug thug looks up to Wayne. That's thug's favorite artist, but then a whole bunch of things that happen. Like, what do you feel about like younger artists like giving the flowers to the old? That's what we gonna do. That's what I mean. That's what we made to do. We made to give our flowers to people. But I think you know what I'm saying. We just we we all have our own expectations. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I can't speak on how you know a younger artist might interpret things to come out. See, that's the thing. People do things with their own intentions. You feel me? That's a fact. And you never know. It's a, like I said. I'm big that's on communication, fact. though. You feel me? Sure. So like we gonna rap about it. Like, you know, if you're an artist and you're like, man, I'm thinking about doing this right here, all right, cool. What your intentions is on this one? Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I think a lot of stuff we have to stop paying so much attention to that really is <clears throat> not that big of a case. Mm-hmm. We've made a lot of situations big in our mm-hmm. culture. True. Yeah. That was never like this. Because yeah. if we look back on it now, we'd be like, damn. We put all that energy into them motherfuckers. We was putting so yeah. much energy into it. <laughs> motherfuckers cool now. Motherfuckers rocking like ain't shit going on. Right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day when, you know, we just really sit back and we, I think if we could get back to being music fans again, we could become fans of this whole thing mm. instead of thinking that we're involved with it because we got <laughs> our phones right here in our hands. Mm. I think we'll be back at a good point, bro. There's a lot more people involved with this motherfucking rap shit than they are involved with their families. 
and they ain't even invested in this shit. Mm. You ain't making a dollar off of it. That's yeah. That's real shit. So I'm just being real, like you know, I'm 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 super positive, bro. You know, even when it comes to you know, a lot of up and coming artists just doing certain things. Any artists that have I produced a record for, I deal with on the regular, they get this from me. They get this conversation. That's hard. Fuck the negative shit, boy. They want you to do that. Mm-hmm. I come from Jackson, Mississippi, huh? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I done seen the word. They mm-hmm. want you to motherfucking get mad and do this dumb ass shit, boy. No. It ain't even that switch it, switch it up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So. How can an artist approach you in a club? Because then that is, it's like a catch-22, right? Because I work with artists, and sometimes, usually I might know the DJ if we're here in Atlanta. But if I might be out of town... How do I approach somebody when they might feel like you and I get it? Like, damn, what the fuck? I don't know you. How do I approach you or how does an artist approach you? Well, I'm gonna clear this up. It's not a fact that I don't know you, it's the fact that I'm performing. So I, I get this, I get this analogy all the time with a lot of artists. I can't come in your studio session while you in the booth mm-hmm. and I make beats. Right. I can't come in your studio session while you in the booth, you rapping, you getting your shit off, and I'll be like, hey bro. <laughs> I know you're doing your motherfucking thing in that bitch right now, but listen, I got a beat that's harder than this motherfucking beat right here, bro. Come on out, let me let me play it for you. Fuck this song, bro. A hundred percent. I can't do that to you. So why do you feel that just because I'm DJing, you can do that to me? See, people think DJing just that easy. Now nah, I'm putting right. on a show, so it's never no disrespect to anybody to the level of like, oh man, I can't fuck with T. Lewis. Now nah, I'm putting on my show. I'm really on stage right now. Mm-hmm. When you when you when you get your moment and you get on stage and you gotta captivate these people, on God you ain't gonna want nobody around you. You gonna want to feel that energy. So while I'm up here, and no matter how many people in this crowd and in this club, I'm trying to give them all of my energy. Mm-hmm. But when somebody come up and try to get their energy on to me, it's like whoa. So I just suggest to people let's not do that. I have somebody <laughs> with me. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Or it's or yeah. or we at a day and age right now of social media. Fine. My name is plastered on my computer. Mm. My email is there. Mm. A lot of people don't want to do that part because why? We entitled. We big. Er than who we are. Fuck that nigga. I got a hundred thousand streams, nigga. I'm coming up there to talk to you. Bro didn't want to talk to me. He Hollywood in a motherfucker. But you not Hollywood because you feel like I supposed to have stopped what I was doing to talk to you. Right. We got it's entitlement. We gotta break this shit down, bro. Like we can't sit back and just be like, oh, why the fuck do you want to talk to the DJ while he rocking this fucking party? It don't never be early neither. Like, uh, it's yeah, never it's early. Time, it's time. never early. You coming at the biggest time of the night. I got this bitch going crazy. And the first thing, first thing you walk up and say, yeah, bro, you got this bitch going crazy, bro. <laughs> I know, nigga, what you want. <laughs> So it's like it's the to, to avoid that, what we do is, hey, I was at the club last night, big dog. You was killing that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I want to build with you, bro. Da 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 da. Or wait till after, bro, set over with. Hey, man, I ain't trying to be on no bullshit. See, everybody, the first thing a nigga want to leave with is, but I ain't on no groupie shit. Bro, I don't give a fuck about you being on no groupie shit. Be on some paper shit. Let's get this motherfucking money on. The fuck you talking about? Yeah. Don't fuck about you being no motherfucking groupie, nigga. Give me this motherfucking paper. How we finna go get this paper? How your song finna help us go get the money on? Don't come to me on no on no ego shit on some groupie shit. No, let's get the paper. See, we got to put all that shit to the side, bro. Yeah. Fuck with the DJ like shit. Fuck with him. That's it. I think if we get back to that point of just showing some fucking respect of it's an art to this DJing shit, mm. then that's when we on a whole nother level of this shit, bro. Because that's just real. Like, I can't come in your studio session and stop you and talk to you while you motherfucking putting the song down. So why you feel like while I'm DJing and rocking this fucking club, 
you can come talk to me, talk my head off. You can email me a song. I could play another song for the crowd. Download your song. Bro, play another crazy. song for the crowd. Then you want me to play it when you want me to play it. Wait, bro, I'm finna go back to my section and they finna bring us some bottles out. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I just said a whole bunch of shit and I know everybody listening like, bro, what the fuck? Yes, bro, this is crazy. What was, where's the respect at? You know us. You know, the crazy thing is, like, a couple years ago, I'll just be like, I ain't got Wi-Fi. Now they be like, I'll airdrop it. I'll be like, God. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, no. Bro, listen, I had a nigga hit me with, hey, bro. I said, bro, my Wi-Fi fucked up, bro. You know, I got the motherfucking hotspot on my phone. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, said, they, bro, I got a hotspot, too. I said, my Wi-Fi fucked up, bro. I got a jump drive. Damn. Yeah, bro. They going to get you, you that record. Hey, but this is my thing, said. though. If you that fucking prepared, why the fuck you couldn't prepare earlier? Fact. It's the jump drive. Bro, I promise you, bro, it's so much easier, bro, because at the same time, see, here's another thing, too. I want people to be super mindful. Like I said, I, I think we got to be a little bit more understanding about this shit. Mm. All right, so, boom. You got an artist. You got an artist. You got an artist. I already got an artist that I'm promoting myself. Mm -hmm. Then there's the young mm -hmm. up-and-coming artist that's hard. Right. So I got to play his shit. Then there's when there's another one that's right there. Mm. Right there, that's the three for the night. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. That's a good three of some new music right there in rotation. Mm. So then that's when these are already prepared in my head. Most DJs come like this, like, I'm gonna play my nigga shit tonight, we gonna go crazy. I know this nigga shit going crazy, so I'm gonna play his shit too. Oh, that young nigga shit right there going crazy, boom, right there. Line them bitches up. Now, some might do extra of that, you feel what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Once I've already lined up, the BPM of this song in my head, I know When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can mix this song with. I know what I can do with this song. We don't have a pre-planned set, but I know what's going on. You risk coming to a person that doesn't know your song. Oh, absolutely. To get them to play it, and they're not going to present it in no way that you want them to. That's true. It's never going to work. That's why records don't <laughs> stick nowadays, because their approach has been taken so much. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, people... The presentation of our records in these atmospheres is what makes it. We have to cherish our motherfucking shit more and understand that, hey, bro, don't just play my shit, bro. Play my shit. Mm -hmm. I hate going to a fucking club and DJ be like, bro, give me your record. No. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you later. Right. Or play that shit at the end of the night type shit. You feel me? Or ask me what you want to mix it in with some shit like mm -hmm. that. But, bro, don't just throw my shit in. But I hate going to the club and I hear a DJ overplay a record. Like, play it too fast because you didn't know the BPM and you're trying to fit it in. Mm -hmm. Or you do know the BPM and you're trying to fit it in. You can throw the whole vibe out. Mm -hmm. If you didn't boost mm -hmm. this bitch up that many BPM, that bitch sound like a whole other record <laughs> now. That ain't the same record I was in the contest jamming to. Yeah. Because that bitch is regularly that in the mouse. car 120. <laughs> you just move that bitch up to 130. Lord Jesus, a twerk record now. Not you fast. feel me? So, I, that's the, you know. I think at the same time, it's just an approach, man, you know, in business sense, man, you know, just understanding and respecting this shit, especially if you one of them ones. If Absolutely. you got a record, bro, we going to fuck with you because we going to feel the energy, even if it's like, hey, man, we're just showing love, bro, da-da-da-bit. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Easy, bro. 
Easy. Niggas checking their DMs. Niggas know what the fuck going on. I check my shit. DMs all the time. And I overlook a lot of them bitches because a lot of them bitches don't be coming talking about shit. It don't make me seem like y'all really want to do nothing. Y'all just got a record and you think I'm supposed to play it. And like, no, bro, what we doing? They just be sending a link. They don't even talk talk no more. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, that's the what's going on. So like, would you, you know, being a, a DJ, a producer, um, and then just having a, you know, everyday life, how do you balance everything? And how do you stay sane doing this music shit for so long? Bro, I was going through it. I ain't even gonna lie. I went through it before, so. Uh, I say super prayed up right now. Sure. Yeah, I done went through it on art and trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, just the journey from going from Jackson to here, mm. you know what I'm saying, and even more journey, just stepping out on my own, outside of my um, comfort zone, outside of home, outside of my mentors, mm. just stepped away from everything, you feel what I'm saying? So uh, it's been a journey for me, man, and I'm grateful for every step of the way, you feel what I'm saying? How I balance it is I do what my heart desires. Mm. That's honest to God truth. If I wake up in the morning and my heart desires for me to go in my studio and make beats all day and sit in front of the computer and DJ mm. and be on live, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm. I'm an artist. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say about it, how nobody feel, how nobody think you supposed to move and no shit like that. Nah, I'm gonna dig into this art. Mm -hmm. If I can figure out a way to go release my emotions, I'm gonna go do it. And it's through music. So my balance is how I balance it. It might be, tw it might be midnight. And my booking manager right there, it might be midnight. I fuck around the car her like one o'clock in the morning. She's like, what you doing? Shit, oh, cooking right now, you feel what I'm saying? My, my midnight is, midnight to me is five, Man, six o'clock. You feel what I'm saying? I'm, sure. uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be in that position to say like, I'm good on time. I'm good on time. So you know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a routine. It's my life. Mm -hmm. I do radio every day, Monday mm -hmm. through Friday at hot, five o'clock. So I gotta make sure my catalog stay up to date, you feel what I'm saying? Do clubs. Then that's when I'm making beats. I just put out an album. So you know what I'm saying? With my heart desire, my heart gonna always lead me in the right direction. And that's how I feel. Cause I'm yeah. see the thing about me, I'm very passionate about this shit. In this whole interview, I hope that this is what y'all got. This is my passion. Absolutely. It ain't no disrespect. It ain't no, I Absolutely. think I know more than the next person. Now it's just that I'm super passionate about this shit because at the end of the time, at the end of the day, this shit has helped change my life. Mm -hmm. And it's changed a lot of other people's lives too. You feel what I'm saying? But I think we can continue changing lives if we really stop bullshitting and be real with each other and be real with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And understand our position in this shit. You know? A lot of people doing shit that they ain't, they ain't called to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I stay to myself. I got a great support system that I've built over the years that I'm so grateful for right now. You feel me? Because I go through it mentally. I'm an artist. I really go through Absolutely. it mentally. Like when y'all, like a lot of people, they I take breaks from the club. You feel what I'm saying? Like if it's over, it's over for me. I used to fight it. Mm -hmm. But now, if it's old with, it's old with. Ray, shut it down. I ain't <laughs> going back. I ain't going nowhere. I'm finna take a break. I'm finna go to the studio. There's no disrespect. It's love. Take the spot dates and build from there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm good at understanding that God always has a reset button ready to go because that means the time is ran out. So mm -hmm. I ain't gonna say a reset button, but yeah. go to the next level button. You feel me? For sure. So.
that's me, bro. Nah, that's, and that's real shit. I think I think we all, you know, can agree to that in terms of you know, just being entrepreneurs and just being in love and passionate about music and entertainment. We all on the same shit, so that makes sense. And I definitely hope people, you know, take heed of that. You dig for sure. So we got this question that we ask all our guests. Can't wait to hear your definition of our keyword progress. What does it mean to you? To keep going. Um, progress is life. I think progress, like I said, to keep going in life is, I would say, is a key because shit, every day you're supposed to take one step closer to whatever you're trying to get to, right. but then be taking that one step closer is like you're taking a step closer to something that you don't even know that's coming. Mm. So that's the progress. You feel what I'm saying? It's growth. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's a full understanding of your purpose. You know, being a DJ, I understand that like I'm a servant first. You feel what I'm saying? Cause I'm here to like serve the people. Mm -hmm. I'm here to give y'all my good energy. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing, like a lot of people don't know the difference between DJ T. Lewis and T. Lou, you feel me? Mm. Like everybody just see DJ T. Lewis and think that's who I am all the time. And so when I ain't in character, it's like, oh man, no, nah, my nigga, like I'm just, T. Lou, I'm really shy, I'm in the mm -hmm. back, I'm, I told you I have anxiety going to concerts, feel me? Like, I don't even go to regular concerts. Because mm -hmm. I've been in this shit so long, it's just the feeling is different for me, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So to sit in the crowd at a concert, I'll be looking around the whole time. It's just mm -hmm. different for me, you feel me? So it's like, you know, I feel like the whole journey that you come from, you got to remember that. And you got to hone in on that. And that's progress. That's everything that what matters the most to this shit. Because when you, everybody always want to look back and be like, bro, I came from this. Nah, my nigga, like, you got to really look back. Like, I really came from this, bro. You feel what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, what's your, your passion? It bleed off of you. You know what I mean? And that's what fuels, you know, what's going on here. So, shit, we appreciate you fucking with us, man. Hey, man, look, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Listen, I dropped an album. Yes, sir. That's fucking incredible. All right? I want y'all to go check it out. I come back and I bring the gang with me sure. after you check it out. Absolutely. I want y'all honest opinions. We trying to change some sounds up, right? I want a different energy. I want y'all to go check it out. Name the project Don't Sleep. Uh, Don't Sleep is um, it's really a saying from my from back home. Mm. I'm just telling it all the time. Like, people talk to me like, bro, don't sleep now. I'm coming. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So that was just the motto. You feel me? That was the language. So, I, I had this project going for a long time, and um, you know what I'm saying, I just released it. When we started tour, the beginning of April, it was supposed to come out. Mm. They broke into the Sprinter Damn. in LA. Stole everything. My, my shit, my engineer shit, Wayne shit, that's a whole nother story. We lost, listen, I really lost the tour. The whole tour show, we lost it before the tour started. Damn. Am that's I lying? <laughs> That breaking into the car shit, that pisses me off. The day oh before, two, two days, I'm gonna get it great. Two days before, we were leaving, we just had hair rehearsals. Latoon in LA, everything went good. Fuck it with the show. We went, next morning, made the wrong stop. Damn. Driver got out, hit up everything. Lost everything. And I would say, 32 hours, me and my engineer, shout out to my boy Maestro, put that show back together. Wow. 
I called every contact that I knew to call, and they know who I call. And that's my that's my that's my crew there. I love them to death. Called everybody I could call. We got it back. We had rehearsals on um, April third. Wait, you got your, your equipment back? Fuck no. Oh, okay. No, okay. no. So April 1st, this happened. This is what made it even more crazy. This happened on April 1st. Oh, April Fool's Get the <laughs> fuck. I would have been like, nigga, you playing by. Right. Yeah, I was there. I was. I was like, I walked I out. Believe and they was like, they hit the sprinter, but everything. Goes. I wouldn't believe y'all. I, I said, bitch, stop playing. Right. Man, I walked and looked and seen this big ass hole in the sprinter. I said, boy, y'all fucking stupid. What the fuck we just did? What y'all doing? I'm like, bro, the show. I went to the back. I said, bro, the show is gone, bro. Like, y'all tripping. So we instantly, I got in the recovery mode. I instantly went to Best Buy. Mm. We bought two computers. Instantly started downloading shit, logging in and shit. They booked our flights to go to the spot, go to the next city. I had a layover. My engineer had a layover with me. They flew him to the next city while the whole time we was getting all the shit, all the shit in. Mm. I'm talking about stayed up, nonstop putting that shit together. Yeah, we had exactly. to get the rehearsals on April 3rd. Wayne walked in the rehearsals was like, went through that shit like nothing ever happened. Didn't even know like shit That's got down. Like I'm talking about. So I lost my entire EP, the album that I just dropped. Mm-hmm. We went and re-record. I went and really, I ain't gonna say re-record because I lost every beat I ever made, everything. Mm-hmm. All my hard drives. So we had everything because we was getting ready to turn it in. So we had everything. I lost everything. I went and remade the mm-hmm. whole project. I think mm-hmm. people that break into cars, um, they sent from God. No, they sent from hell. No, no, no. They sent from God. Let me tell you why they sent from God. Why? You gotta look at that. You gotta look at it. You gotta look at that away. This is why I feel like that reset. Let me tell you something. This is real talk, and this ain't trying to take it on no other. But this is real talk. Big guy had already been telling me I need to go and do certain things with them computers. Mm. I was been supposed to have clean the computers off. I was supposed to been dump the computers to the hard drive. You feel me? It was stuff that I had, I was already had to do. And like, I felt big guy telling me like, T, you tweaking, bro, you need to slow down, you need to do this. But I was still just trying to get the project together. I'm trying to save it on different projects, everything I ended up taking with me, you feel me? But the reset was what I really needed though. Mm, Might have some more fire. I needed the reset. Because everybody that was around says the the final product is way better than what we were gonna put out. Mm. Wow. Ten times better. The shit that we added, we went and added. We, went, I mean, I went and re-recorded. I went and recorded like seven new songs. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? That made it on the project. Two of them we already had sessions for, and one I added that I ended up finding a session for at the studio I recorded. Gotcha. But nevertheless, we went and I went and went fresh. You feel what I'm saying? No, I feel that. They but it's a reset on the DJ level too. I lost my DJ shit too. Yeah, I got my technique stolen right out front. <laughs> yeah. See, the equipment shit is nothing. The no, computer no, no, shit. No, the hard drive. The, hard drive. the computer hard drive shit. Yeah. That's a different situation. But the whole time I never tripped over it though. Real yeah. talk. I never tripped. That's what's up. I really held it gangster, like, because you wanna know why? Bro, we living in a day and age, bro. It's so easy to go get that music back, bro. You feel me? Yeah. I know what you. I know the 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 feeling that you have drawn to that shit. But, bro, it's so easy to go get all that shit back now. That shit nothing. It's too many websites out here for that shit. It's too many DJ partners. It's too many yeah. homies. Yeah. You feel me? I like shout out to all the homies that hit me too. They came mm-hmm. through. Like Geronimo, um, next day me a um hard drive full of his shit. That's what's you that's feel hard. me? Like shit, I had misses. She in the um uh, email. 
uh, Monte. I'm talking about iceberg. Everybody loaded up. So now you might got it's too easy. You feel me? Folders, and the crazy folders. part about it was, it was like it was all love. You feel me? So at the same time, well, that's that's what this shit about. We a yeah. community. We built out there. You feel me? So I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I think that's what we have to do, bro. We gotta reset, bro, because. A lot of people don't reset, and so, that's so stagnant in this shit. Right. A hiccup. You ever notice people that have hiccups and they fall out? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's my nigga. We talking about longevity in this shit. You gotta, you gotta be able to deal. Facts. So a lot of these niggas just, you know, that's my opinion. Though. Damn, you know I gotta organize. But don't my... sleep out right now. Go get my shit, man. Get Got it. some of the hottest artists in the city on that motherfucker. Zach Slime, uh, YDN. I fuck with YDN. I got my young dog Scully on there, you feel me? I got Shy the God on there. I got okay. a new artist by the name of Big Body on there. I don't know if y'all familiar with her, Not but yet. she got she's Jay Nick's uh, school rock niece. She's going oh, crazy. We randomly met her. Randomly. Yeah, she got a record yeah, yeah, called yeah. Private Dance. So I produced yeah. for her. That's okay. going crazy right now. You feel me? Um, I got my hometown partner Coke on there. I got Big Bank talking this talk on there. Yeah. I got Big Rude. Man, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> I made it like that, man. I just, it's a different feeling, man. Go fuck with me. Good show. Word. Thank What's you. the progress support, man? This was dope, man. It was, it was super informative. Um, and just, you know, we felt your energy in terms of the passion and shit. You know what I mean? And you always been a cool dude. Every time we around each other, it's always love. So we appreciate you respect, tapping man. in with us, man. We got some gifts for you off of air, but we appreciate your time. Man, I appreciate y'all having me. I do amazing shit, man. Y'all keep this shit up, bro. Thanks. Thank y'all you, Y'all shit man. super fire. Hell appreciate yeah. That. Well, yeah, it's the progress support lunch table talk, man. See y'all next time. What's up, classmates? Are you an artist, producer, creator, entrepreneur, and you're looking to get more content and exposure? Check in with us at the progress support. In addition to that, we also offer promo packages. So if you want to get an interview or you want to get your product placed on the progress support, make sure y'all shoot us a DM or just email us at admin at tprmediagroup.com. So DM or email us today for your interview on the progress support. Let's go. The Progress Report. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.